It's all about a fair go for those who have a go. How good is Australia? Have a go. It's all about a fair go for those who have a go. Get a job. Have a go. To start a business. Start a family. To buy a home. Have a go. Have a go. And get a fair go when they have that go. Get a job. Work hard. Work hard. It's all about a fair go for those who have a go. This is the best country in the world in which to live. Work hard. G'day. Welcome to the Have A Go podcast for another week. My name is Dave Edwards and I'm joined, as I am always, by Dane Eldridge. Mate, welcome to the studio. How are you going? Good, mate. Great to be here again. And we're just going to have a look at Australian whites getting so badly risold at the moment. It's getting risold, isn't it? Big time. Big time. So, yeah, let's get to the bottom of it. All right, mate. So today we're talking about a fairly divisive subject, I think it's fair to say, mm. one that's literally divided nations. It has. And it's incited pretty much every single war that you can think of. Yeah. I'm talking about the ABC. <laughs> no, I'm not talking about the ABC. I'm talking about religion. Yes. This week we're talking about religion. So, mate, are you religious? Do you believe in the big guy upstairs? Well, or mate, have I just offended you by saying that? Not at all, mate. I think it's a topic that needs to be less taboo. I mean, yeah. there'd probably be a lot less blues going on if we were yeah. happy to sit down and just talk about what we believed in. But, yeah, mate, I am religious. I went to a Catholic school and I, I am a Catholic, but but I'm happy to eat a triple cheeseburger on Good Friday as well, mm. you know, yeah. in church yeah. too, if necessary. Um, so, yeah, I, I do identify as, uh, as as Catholic, but I'm not I'm not a pusher. You no, know what I mean? You've no. never pushed it on me once. Not once. And you've had opportunities. I have many times. I mean, I, I always carry a Bible ready. Yeah. I'm just waiting for the right moment. <laughs> but, but I mean, have we ever been more confused about religion, mate? I mean, you, you know, no one knows anymore. What, what is religion? Is it about being just being a good, strong bloke and getting it's rewarded? GSB, isn't it? That's it's about right. being a good, strong bloke. And just getting rewarded with eternity in heaven. But, the, you know, the jury's still out on heaven as well. Yeah. You know, well, what's it like up there? Well, no the jury will always be out on heaven. Yeah. You know, is there strata fees? Is, what's the Wi-Fi like? <laughs> no one knows. All right, mate. So let's have a look at the history of religion. Mm. And that's a very weighty subject, it I is. must say. So we're going to really skim over it as quickly as humanly possible. <laughs> this is a whimsical 22-minute podcast <laughs> after all. So basically Christianity came over on the first fleet, like most things, mm, it came over with the white blokes on those boats. That's so right. most of the early settlers were members of the Church of England. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a smattering of other... Christian faiths. In fact, many of the early convicts were of Irish Catholic stock. Um, So through the 19th century, many religious groups started setting up their own churches, the remnants of which can still be seen today, most of them F45s now. (laughs) Um, Methodists, Presbyterians, uh, Congregationists, Baptists, and so on. But we were very, very Christian early doors, weren't we? Yeah, we were, mate. We were very, very Christian. There was a very heavy Christian flavour on Mm. those boats as they came over. And I believe, uh, just looking here at my notes, in the 1911 census... 96% of Australians identified themselves as Christian. Landslide. Yeah, but the government was still quite surprised with the low result and still claimed we were under threat from Islamic terrorism. But, <laughs> yeah, um, that won't change. No, no, not at all. But, yeah, no, it's always uh, it's been a heavy flavour. Yeah, and some of those kind of pre-existing religious tensions as well within Christianity kind of came over to Australia. That's right. Well. I mean, you might not be aware that the Australian cricket team, for example, mm. uh, was heavily divided. There was this sectarianism within the Australian <laughs> cricket team. Bradman fucking hated Catholics. He did. He hated them more than wags, I'm pretty sure. There was a famous story um, of Jack Fingleton, yep. um, the, the Catholic opening batsman for Australia, who used to, uh, well, one day he got a Catholic bishop to sprinkle his bat with holy water. Okay. And he got out cheaply, of course, didn't work. And then Bradman walked past him batting three and just said, let's see what a dry stick will do out there. Hit a ton. <laughs> 
Of course. So that should have just debunked religion right there. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I need no more. Yeah, not a fan of lubricating the stick, Bradman. No. Um, but, yeah, he wasn't alone. Like, I, no. I, I also read that um, even as early as the 1960s, there was, mm. uh, you know, in the paper when you'd look up a job vacancy, there'd be notes like uh, Protestant preferred or that Catholics mm. need not apply. Yeah. You know, that's pretty heavy, heavy rhetoric, isn't it? I haven't and seen that on a Seek.com no. job ad lately. <laughs> a, yeah, I think the only way you could get around it is by lying or if you had, like, a premium LinkedIn subscription yeah. but um, <laughs> even as uh, and then going back a couple more years there mate even in 1941 this right. is a good one that the government declared Jehovah's Witnesses to be a risk to nas- national security right and apparently they were well, they're door knocking. Well, well, that's what I thought. I mean, yeah, the, you interrupted my casserole. Yeah, yeah but <laughs> apparently they were pre- prejudicial to the defence of the Commonwealth, right, and the efficient prosecution of the war due to their following of ideals of another kingdom. Now, right, can you imagine okay. that these days? Yeah, they're, they're knocking on doors, but no, no, they're getting in the way of our wars. That's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, very interesting times, mate. So, with federation in 1901. It was written into the constitution mm. that the Commonwealth can't make any law to establish any religion, impose any kind of religious observance or or prohibit the free exercise of any religion. Mm. So basically you can practice what you want in yep. Australia and the government won't won't interfere with your beliefs. No. So we got something right there, you reckon? Oh, uh, yeah, I think so. Look, yeah, they, I mean, that, that's in writing, isn't it? That's open to interpretation. Uh, mm. Government won't get their fingers yeah. into anything. However, you know, they can. They just got around it by delegating to Brian Houston. Uh, he's <laughs> yeah. established a Hillsong Caliphate. So, so yeah. they, they're just running things through there. Yeah. Yep. Uh, of course, our founding fathers didn't get everything right. No. They, I mean, for example, the White Australia policy, which was brought in in 1901, that limited immigration mm. Uh, mm. to those of only European descent. So, so it was only when we started dismantling that act that we started welcoming more diversity of culture, diversity of religion. Mm. Uh, really changed Australia's demography. We went for that, you know, meat and three veg. Yeah. Uh, to you know, laxes and sushi and, yeah. and kebabs. We're very diverse now. That's right. Spag bowl uh, is uh, to thank uh, for the white Australia policy and its dismantling. Yeah. Mm. So here's some stats, mate. I mean, we mentioned the 1911 census before. Let's go forward to 2016. of Australians classify themselves as Christian. Mm. So we are still, if only just, a majority Christian country. Mm. And you can see that permeate through our culture. I mean, we celebrate Easter, we celebrate Christmas. I mean, these are religious public holidays, mate. Mm. Good Mm. Friday, fucking everything's shut. That's right. Yeah, I mean... Because of the big fella. Can't get a beer. Can't get a beer. That's when you know it's serious. That's right. Um, and we have seen that, you know, Christian morality seep into some of our laws, you'd argue. Mm-hmm. Some, more so uh, in recent times as mm. well. But, I mean, even with that number, mate, you know, it's a hung parliament, isn't it, in terms yeah. of religion? But uh, Australia, no, Australians are opting out more than they ever have in the past, you know, when identifying as um, not religious. It's progressively increased each census. Mm. So it seems like everyone's just red-pilled now and knows the truth, don't they? Which, <laughs> yeah, is, yeah. which is that we're all run by the deep state. So um, basically everyone's really sceptical now. Everyone's yeah. not prepared to take anything on so face value. So much choice now. That's what, right. What's with all these weird new religions popping up? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, there's there's heaps out there, isn't there? <laughs> you know, you've got things like, uh, you know, Scientology, uh, Jediism, yeah. uh, other fake ones like veganism. Yeah. Yeah, there's heaps out there, mate. But, um, you know, everyone's just sceptical until they find a piece of toast with Jesus on it. So Islam, around 2.6% of Australians. Yep. So it gets disproportionately big headlines for what it is. Certainly does. You know, certainly a growing religion in Australia, Buddhism, 2.4%. People still, back to Islam, people are going berserk over mosques still, aren't they? That's right. I mean, if you want to get some community movement, 
just build a bloody mosque. Yeah. You know, people just go bunter over it, don't they? I mean, I found myself getting annoyed over the building of new mosques. Nothing to do with the religion. Oh, okay. Just, you know, I get property anxiety. Okay. I mean, this is lucrative real estate being used to, to develop religious institutions. That's right. Yeah, I can see that's a, a spiritual centre, but I want to subdivide it. So, <laughs> so let's talk about the people that don't believe. Yes. So 30% of Australians, and that might shock you, mm. said no religion. That's at right. the 2016 census. And that's a number that continues to rise, mate. It's in the 2011 does. census, it was around 22%. So 30% of Australians and probably 110% of people on Twitter <laughs> say no religion. Yes, it's um, it's interesting, but I'm not shocked at all, really. I mean, the, the number's on an exponential um, uh, growth, isn't it? And very soon, uh, the closest thing to congregational hymns that we'll have is just AFL team songs. Yeah, they're pretty close already, yeah, aren't they? Yeah, that's right. So, yeah, I know we're, we've always uh, been a secular society, um, yeah. but uh, never more than now. Yeah, so maybe religion is dying out a little bit in this country. You might argue that. I mean, certainly the loudest voices are the atheists, you know, that's the right. loud blue tickers mm. on Twitter <laughs> telling us what to think, what to believe, that's what right. not to believe. In 280 characters. So we talked about religions that are on the rise and one that, you know, I hadn't heard much about until recently, mm. um, is Pentecostalism. Oh, okay. So yep. it's getting some real cut through in the media. You might have noticed lately, mm. um, the Hillsong religion. Yes. It, and the number one ticket holder of Pentecostalism is, of course, the Prime Minister Scott Morrison. Indeed. Famously religious, uh, was guided by God to lead Australia. So he said, That's all right. yeah. you know, he asked for a sign from God mm. during the 2019 election campaign. It's pre-selection. Yeah. <laughs> says social media is the tool of the evil one. Yeah. Fair, okay. I believe in that as well. So, mate, separation of church and state. We're mm. supposed to be keeping these two entities mm. separate. Yeah. But ScoMo is blurring the lines, isn't he? Um, well, he is, mate. Yeah. What, what do we do about this? Well, I don't know. I think it's, it's well, most of our prime ministers, in fact, potentially all of them. Well, there's a couple of exceptions. I think Julia Gillard was a, was a well-documented atheist. Whitlam, of course. Yep. Um, sneeringly anti-God, Gough Whitlam. <laughs> but, you know, if you're, a, if you're a white male politician in Australia, mm. you know, it helps to have the big fella on your side. They so all love the book. They do, don't they? I mean, the quiet Australian loves the book. Yeah, you know, it's just like when you go to a hotel, what's in the top drawer there? Yep. Just the bloody Bible. Yep. It's like that's what they it's like you know, coffee, biscuits and the Bible. That's what Australian staple staples are. But yeah, pretty much all of our PMs have have loved the book or anyone who's in the House of Representatives has loved the book. Yeah. And all of them are keen to shield the Bible, aren't they, with the uh, religious discrimination laws. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, speaking of that, I mean politics mm. and religious freedom yes. has really come into our attention lately. Yes. Uh, we've been seeing those two uh, elements, politics and religion, fuse a mm. lot lately here in Australia. And that was really played out with the same-sex marriage referendum, mm. if you want to call it a referendum, where Australia voted yes to legalise same-sex marriage. Yep. I mean, that was a highly charged campaign, wasn't it? It was a highly charged campaign. It was a hot potato. No one wanted it except for Malcolm Turnbull in the aftermath, who yeah, actually yeah. claimed that he pushed the whole thing through himself. Even yeah. though I think he originally was against it, I believe. Yeah. Was that right? Or at least the faceless men that were... Yeah. Uh, puppeteering him. We'll find um, out later when our lawyers contact us. That's right. But um, yeah, look, the religious freedom bill, look, I'm, I just hear this and I'm just glad that the government's got their priorities straight. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like we've got mice absolutely running rampant through yeah. country New South Wales, but at least um, a school can uh, ignore a trans kid if they want to. Yeah. yeah. That's the thing about religion and particularly Christianity. They're not big on gay people, are they? No. And, you know, if you, <laughs> if you look at the PDF version of the Bible, you do a control F on homosexuality, it pops up about a thousand times. Like That's... they're keen on it. Yep. And they're keen on it. And they thought, you know, some people thought maybe this would lead to animals marrying each other. Hasn't done it. Hasn't happened it yet. It hasn't happened yet. Just just a lot of happiness yeah, no, uh, that's... all around. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about an even more divisive figure. 
yep. Israel Folau, mm. the pinup boy, really. Yeah, yeah. Um, around religious freedom and how to express religious freedom. How yeah. can you? How should you? Mm. Um, Israel Folau, obviously a former wallaby, mm. um, famously expressed his biblical views on social media mm-hmm. uh, about homosexuality mm. and was kicked out of rugby, basically. Yeah. Marched out the door of RA yep. Yep. for breaching the code of conduct. Yep. Um, he's now literally making a living out of suing sporting bodies. <laughs> So he's probably making more money now than ever before. But what were your thoughts on the Falau saga? Where did you stand? Well, I just like most things, I don't think for myself. I just read Peter Fitz's yep. articles. Yeah, uh, yeah. So just immediately aligned with the left. Uh, look, it's a, it's a dicey one, isn't it? I mean, you know, he he uh, he tried to uh, you know naively claim that he was just merely copy and pasting a piece of the Bible. Yeah. You know, these aren't really my thoughts. This is just a book I like. It was a copy paste. That's all it was. You know, whatever these words are, I didn't even really read them. I just posted them. I mean, can't we just make jokes about Jason Stevens's sex life? anymore <laughs> that's probably peak footy show wasn't it it was it was just when the bloke was saving himself for marriage doing it for the big guy upstairs do you think right. the big guy cares if jason stevens fucks <laughs> have a go all right anzac day time to draft a controversial tweet that cements my standing as an edgy left-wing social commentator raise a glass for all the innocent civilian women and children that were mercilessly wow hold on there champ sure you want to post that well i really want to tweet something controversial but i don't want to lose my job at this government-funded organization either can't wait to raise a glass to the brave Anzacs today. How good is Australia? Ah, that's better. Anti-cancel 3000. Run your flagrantly disrespectful tweet through our algorithm and watch as it becomes instantly sanitised to meet modern standards. International Women's Day? When's there going to be an international men's... As a father to two young girls, today I'm reflecting on how I can help women experience the world fairly. Thanks, Anti-Cancel 3000. Anti-Cancel 3000. Deleting your real opinions so you don't have to delete your account. something faster like 3G or hooking my computer to a tree send that Irish book a threat at IINET It's all about a fair go for those who have a go. Mr. Vaughan, could I ask whether you feel embarrassed at the blood that's on your hands? Now, 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 Mr. Carson, you can sit there with your silly, quizzical face. Face, 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 face. You've got a reputation right around this country for your impertinent refusal to accept people at their face value. Now, I don't mind my integrity being on the line against yours. Huge topic to discuss today, and we're doing that with social commentator, comedian, Luke Heggie. Heggie, welcome back to the Have A Go studio. Oh, thanks for having me, Heggie. 
Mm. It's like you never left. <laughs> it's great to have you back again. Uh, mate, we're talking about, well, one of the most vexing questions to all of us, religion, mm. the role of religion mm. in our lives, in society. I mean, how important is religion to you personally? Are you a believer? Well, it's, it's not that I'm not a believer, but I do find it somewhat curious that God, uh, not unlike aliens, has only ever revealed himself to absolute lunatics in, <laughs> in real life. I find that. He's having a good laugh yeah. there. Never seen so, Jesus in my breakfast. Oh, mm. man. I mean, there is, some, yeah, there is some undeniable evidence. Sometimes yeah. he'll send his son out to appear on a piece of toast, yeah. for example. Yeah. So, you know, who can argue with that? It's pretty yeah. shrewd sort of drip feed marketing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's, just it's, keep, it's got the, the pun is just, just eating out of his hand. Just enough to keep them going. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Mary herself appears on the rocks down at uh, Coogee mm. only on a certain day at a certain time yep. at a certain day of the year. Strict you know, no camera policy though. Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> no cameras allowed. <laughs> but they all gather there for Close that. press conference. Yeah. Yep. And why not catch a glimpse? Going back, I mean, you, you went to a religious school, I believe. Yes. Christian Absolutely. Brothers. Christian Brothers. Were they no forcing less. it down your throats and has it stayed with you? Well, Christian Brothers was just pretty much a way for my parents to outsource the violence <laughs> to a bunch of men who loved hitting kids. Um, <laughs> so did they imprint any kind of beliefs on you that have stayed today, aside from just, you know, like a domestic. boot mark on my ass? Yeah, um, yeah. Little, little imprinting. <laughs> well, more, without, more about, you know, belief, faith. Do you have faith? No, I, I don't personally. It was uh, mm. literally beaten out of me, but... Um, the, the um, <laughs> I mean, it is important to have. How else yeah. are you going to control the populace at large? Oh, yes. Like it's, uh, once you lose it all, that is a disintegration of society. Mm. Ours, is, mm. ours is fractured and everyone's going at each other. Yeah, and, that's right. Uh, it's important say. as a kid as well. I mean, I remember having to go to Sunday school and, I mean, we're not a religious family, but I just was going there on Sunday, sitting in a church, you mm. know, on Sunday morning as a kid. I mean, mm. that hardens you up. Mm. Yeah. That kind of discipline. Like I would mm. much rather even watching, you know, Cartoons on television, mm. yeah, usually really around. uncomfortable clothing too. I mean, my, my parents used to dress me up. I couldn't just go and you know, do comfy oh, pair no. of Sunday ruggers. best. Yeah, Sunday exactly. best. Kids don't wear Sunday best anymore. No, no they, they don't. Do not. When was the last time you saw anyone under the age of eight wearing a pair of Clarks on a Sunday? No, never. Safari suits we had. It's yeah. Sunday right now. We're all looking terrible. That's right. I know. Ragged yeah. bunch. Oh. Because we I haven't mean, been to church, that's why, and that's that's the problem, isn't well, it? Well, you know, the new church. Well, it used to be followed by a Sunday drive, where your dad would just pile you into a car to drive around your own fucking suburb for hours on end, baking hot sun. Who cares? Um, get in the car, you little bastards, and, and you just drive. Where are we, where are we going? Here. There was nothing I hated more as a kid than mm. hearing the phrase "Sunday drive." That's right. Oh, Jump in, boys. Boy. Air conditioning's not invented yet. <laughs> the seats are vinyl. Yeah. We're going to teach you about religion. Now I love a Sunday drive. I love driving around Sydney, seeing new emerging property areas, you know, wondering what the median value is of that suburb. Well, that's oh, your religion, isn't that's it? That's my religion. Property is your religion. That's, that's my religion. Yeah. religion. Yeah. And it's just flicking through realestate.com. Mm. That's uh, our Bible on a Sunday morning. <laughs> that is the Bible. Speaking of uh, people who like the Bible, we've got a prime minister mm. who believes in miracles, mm. goes uh, to Hillsong. Yeah. I mean, we're our, our, our leader is is a, a big exponent of religion, yeah. um, of faith. Well, what are your thoughts on being led by a bloke who, you know, speaks in tongues? a believer. Mm. Well, I mean, he does believe in miracles, like Cronulla winning another premiership in his lifetime <laughs> without Paul Gallen performing <laughs> four or 500 tackles in a half yeah. Yeah. with only six or seven trips to the locker room per match to rev himself back up in front of the mirror. <laughs> Not a miracle. That sort of miracle, or is there something else you had in mind? Getting to net zero without any kind of policy. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that would be a miracle. Do you think Hillsong has the answers for that? Like he's, 
you know, when he's speaking in tongues, he's got his eyes closed out at Hillsong from time to time, I believe. Yeah, and, he uh, does. I don't, I've never been to Hillsong, obviously, but do they do the same thing where you're like, you know, you're just about to drift off, they go, kneel down. Yeah. <laughs> get up, sit down, kneel down, get up. <laughs> kneel, sit, different order. Sit, kneel. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You, Sounds yeah. like a bloody military regime or something, doesn't it? I mean, I re- read the other day too that uh, Morrison uh, revealed in that little chat he had at the church that in the, in the height of the bushfire, uh, bushfires last year when he was going out to, to comfort those who had been affected mm. when he was hugging them, it wasn't just a regular hug. When he actually said he had his hands on the people, on the person, and he was right. trying to bless them and pray for them. Oh, really? Now, how fucking weird is that? I was yeah. not aware of that. <laughs> I don't get me Are wrong. Are you allowed to do that without kind of first saying, I am blessing you? Well, or is he trying to sneakily do a blessing without kind of telling the. Yeah. Unsolicited bless. Yeah, it sounds you? unconsensual. I mean, surely you could just do that through a handshake yeah. or a simple kiss of a baby. I think you'd have to like at least tick the T's and C's before you get a fucking yeah. blessing, wouldn't you? Well, you COVID, would, COVID must have put the kibosh on blessings. That's why we're all going to hell. There's not enough <laughs> blessings now. People can't touch each other so much yeah. anymore. That's right. No wonder Scientology is booming. <laughs> What about uh, your thoughts on religion and its role in um, a lot of the wars that are going on at the moment, mate? I know it's a spicy uh, meatball I'm throwing is, out there, but I'm pretty sure its hands are, uh, are somewhat dirty. Well, I don't know. I mean, religion doesn't kill people. Guns kill people. Mm. That's, mm. that's arguably God made the people who made the guns, but probably <laughs> not. Um, <laughs> violence has been a mainstay of all religions, humans in general, in fact. I, I participated in a football league once run by a major religion and uh, one of the big four. Uh, <laughs> KPMG. One, <laughs> one, one particular match, God instructed two of his more loyal disciples to put me on the ground and kick the fuck out of me. <laughs> so amidst the pain, I admit I was confused, but who am I to question the mysterious ways? Mm. Often violent, but still definitely mysterious ways of that. Maybe it's um, a special kind of exorcism they were performing or something. It was kicking I, the shit I, out I of you know, for your own good. But I, I, I don't know that it worked because I came out angrier. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't feel blessed <laughs> at the toe of a fucking yeah. Adidas predator. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's muscular Christianity, isn't it? That's, that's right. the kind of stuff that Tony Abbott traded on. Oh, Wait, I didn't you ever. Sometimes yeah, yeah. you've got to do the hard jobs. Mm. That's right. Is there any um, religions that you would uh, suggest to the Have A Go listeners that they should steer clear of? I Prob- mean, there's a lot. there's never been any more choice than today. Is there any that you'd yeah. probably blackmark? Probably just the most recently invented ones. Yeah. Although at some stage every religion was a bit short in the tooth, but uh, <laughs> they all started somewhere. But you can't deny that the older ones are just a bit more trustworthy. Mm. Um, who are you going to believe? A hapless old man in a dress rattling a plate around at the end of your pew for, for coins or a namaste pervert sitting on the floor with his fucking legs crossed <laughs> and his eyes rolling back and a stiffy tucked into the sash of his caftan? No, thank you. <laughs> I'll take the old ones any day. <laughs> I'll take the old bars in a dress. Yeah, thank you stiffy. very much. Yeah, I mean, freedom of religion, is, it is a big deal, though, as you say, and all Australians should get behind that. Not only respect but love all religions, uh, even though there's yet to be one invented that has involved a good deal for women. Mm. Um, mm, yeah. The books they've all been responsible for, not only beautiful but also open to individual interpretation, mm. and that's something mm. I think we can all take. It's funny you say, yeah, I mean, not open to women. I mean, I guess a lot of these religions were started by blokes. Yeah. (laughs) Should we be having some more female-led religions, some new religions? Is there one? Yeah. I don't don't know. know. Is there one? I mean, there's there's some stuff going on in Byron Bay at the moment, but I think that's more kind of spiritual in nature, yoga, meditation. Is that religion? Well, you've got to evolve a cult into a religion, basically. I mean, that's mm. how they all go. But cult Mm. first, then religion. Yeah. Yeah. Do we want a religion based on bath salts? Like, like, I'm not sure. What are we going to have? Shopping and bloody (laughs) driving badly. (laughs) (laughs) You call that a park? Have a go. 
Direct from the Have A Go studios in the Nevada Pentecostal Belt, here's renowned Australian broadcaster and religious rights activist, Corey Church, with today's Reflections. Hello, my dear believers. The world is no longer the place we once knew. Greed, pestilence, and capitalist interests have eroded our spiritual institutions. Values we once held dear are now consigned to oblivion, lost among consumerism and atheist dogma. But in times of great stress, we can always seek solace in the good book. Cash for convents. The Cory Church story is now only $49.95 at all good bookstores. The perfect gift just in time for the Pentecost with $2 from every sale going towards the George Pell Restitution Fund. May peace be with you. Ta-ta. Do you want to reach a dedicated audience of everyday Australians? Honest Aussie battlers who like rock music, beer, automobiles, hardware, banter, and are probably aged between 25 and 52? The Have A Go podcast offers a fresh alternative to traditional radio advertising by offering a 100% on-demand podcast experience. Whether you're looking to reach tradies on the worksite or white-collar cucks on the light rail, you can be sure your message is heard on Australia's most promising weekly podcast, hosted by two-time poor blokes who are certainly not professional comedians. Our ad sales team stands ready to take your call and elevate your brand to the next level, or some shit. The Have A Go Podcast. We're open for business. talk about a new religion now it's not currently listed in the census but it has seen explosive growth over mm. the past couple of years not just here in australia but mm. right across western society in general mm. talking about wokeism mm. being mm. woke yeah so basically every third article in the australian newspaper is dedicated to this emerging religious movement wokeism yep. and the yep. threat that it poses to the status quo mm. but i think and you might agree with me that wokeism needs to be formalized yep. into a religion certainly uh, just for the tax breaks, at least. Certainly for the tax breaks, but just to generally elevate its appeal to the masses. Yeah. Just to really cut through. Yeah, because it hasn't grabbed everyone as yet, has it? It's certainly got rusted on, so there's no doubt about that, but it hasn't actually imbued the entirety of society. There's a couple of non-believers. That's right. So we've yeah. got to convert them quick. That's right. We've got to formalise things. So, I mean, let's think about most religions. Most religious congregations are held, you know, indoors at like a specific bricks and mortar location, like a church or a synagogue or so on. Yep. These woke gatherings, I mean, they're often held in like public areas like Hyde Park, yep. for example, yep. um, you know, and they can attract thousands of followers and, and that's great. You know, mm. people there holding placards, chanting, the police are sometimes involved, yep. you know, sometimes there's tear gas yep. um, and that's great and disruptive. But I think that wokeism might need an HQ. Yep. Okay. So, or at least like a historically significant hub. Yes. Kind of like yes. how Catholicism has the Vatican and yep. Judaism, Bethlehem, yep. et cetera. Yep. So, I mean, have you got any suggestions on, on where they'd want to set up shop? Oh, well, mate, there's a lot of places. I mean, the, the first place I think is, is at least it has to have some kind of major arterial that you can glue yourself to in the name of climate change. <laughs> 
I would say Byron Bay would probably be a good place right. to start. I yep. mean, it is the new spiritual um, homeland yep. of Australia. The new Jerusalem, you could probably mm-hmm. say. Um, in saying that, has it um, gone overwoked, perhaps? Is it, is it too woke? Is it woke-washed, perhaps? Woke-washed. Yeah, like, has it gone too far? I mean, it used to be that um, place as a little ditty, wasn't it, that people would go and uh, take a holiday in? It was in, but charming, now it's just, wasn't it? But now it's, yeah. Now it's just saturated with elites. Saturated with, yeah. Yeah, so... Corporations are headquartering up there. You know, there's obviously Ballina Airport, so it's easily accessible now. That's right. But it's full of um, it's full of, of, of rich celebrities. So that's why I just immediately went there. Otherwise, I'd just have somewhere close to Hollywater, so somewhere like Eastern Creek. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. But what about yourself, mate? Oh, well, I think the only option for mine is Ultimo. Okay. So it's, it's already the home of the ABC. Yep. I mean, it's where all our leading intellectuals are already located. Yes. I mean, you could actually turn Ultimo into a city-state. I think you could. Because, you know, maybe, maybe even make it independent from Australia. Yeah, like, yeah. Kind of like the Vatican. Yeah, you like know, an Ultimo Caliphate. It's kind of its own enclave already. Yeah, exactly. Why not formalise the enclave? That's right. Um, you know, you could turn the Ultimo TAFE nearby into a re-education facility. <laughs> like a radicalisation centre? Yeah. I yeah, mean, okay. well, UTS is already practising wokeism on a daily basis, so we <laughs> yep. can just turn the TAFE into a re-education facility. That's right. I mean, it just stacks up for me. I think Ultimo. it sounds great. Yeah, yeah, definitely, mate. And I, I mean, it's already done, isn't it? What's well, done? The work's there. We just need to put up a few bollards and, and we're, we're away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right, so that's sorted. Yep. Um, okay, another element of religion is usually, there's usually a main scripture book yeah. in each religion. You know, you've got the Bible, the Quran, yep. Yep. Uh, you know, Scientology has the completed works of L. Ron Hubbard yeah, of available in Booktopia. Who hasn't read that? Um, but we need a definitive scripture for yep. wokeism, I think, if yep. it's going to be taken seriously. So what is that work? What do you think that work could be? Well, you know where I'm going with this, mate, and it's Twitter. I mean, Twitter is the modern scripture. Right. I mean, uh, who hasn't read the readings of at Chrissy Teigen 314 mm. or, you know, the readings of John Mark Luke and at Magda Sabansky? <laughs> Magda. Just need, that's right. So we just prophet, need, modern day prophet. That's right. And you know what? I just think that there's nothing else that needs to be known that isn't on Twitter coming from someone with blue ticks <sighs> in a thread. So I think if we can just, and it's out there, it's freely the available. Politics, they are our leaders. They are our leaders. They are our leaders. And don't use caps lock, okay? No. If it's uh, all in lowercase, it's the... It's that's like, why none of them read the Bible. There's too much yeah, capitalization. That's right. It's too much, uh, yeah, that's exactly right. Too much uh, punctuation for their liking. Other, other than that, mate, I would say because I like to always defer to Hollywood elites for my um, moral guidance yep. um, because they, they, they know well, what we should be than doing. Us. Well, I mean, I just like to be talked down from an eight-bedroom condo yep. by someone who pays a Hispanic person to clean their house on minimum wage. Uh, so that's why I'd probably read Variety magazine, you know, okay. the, the Bible, Hollywood Bible. It's uh, the Bible on, on theatre in vaudeville. Uh, so oh. it's a broad church encompassing all, all manner of actors and actresses. Wow. So that would be my other choice for scripture, mate. So um, okay. chuck that in the mix. Well, that's, a, that's similar to mine. Like I'm not going for a book. I'm going for a website. Okay. So yep. I thought maybe change.org oh, fantastic. could be the Bible. Because, yep. yep. you know, the woke, they take this website very seriously. Yes. And affecting change isn't easy, yes. mate. I mean, you know that. Mm. I mean, change.org as well. It's not actually a non-profit. You might think because of the .org suffix that it is, but it's actually big tech. Yeah, you know, okay. For-profit commerce. Geez, they pulled the wool over us there, haven't they? Yeah. Very, yeah. very, you know, like all religions, you know, good religions do. Yeah, exactly. Great pulling the wool. The good thing about change.org is that, you know, the algorithm just serves you exactly what you want to see, similar to Twitter. Yep, yep. So, you know, if you sign a petition to get golden gay time to change their brand name, yep. you'll then immediately be served another petition to, mm. you know, get Channel 9 to apologise for glamorising 
domestic well, violence and gaslighting oh, okay, on yeah. Married at First Sight. Yeah, so, right. And that's great because then you can just end up you know, petitioning on an endless loop. That's right, of things that are just important to you and no one else. Exactly. And it's, what, what yeah. else is religion? That's right, mate. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's better than the Bible. I mean, the Bible's only around 700,000 words. Yep. A lot of it's filler. Mm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you could tell there was a bit of filler in there. A couple there. of full-page ads in there too. And, and there's no comments section in the Bible either. No, there's not. <laughs> so I think I'd, I'd suggest change.org. I think that's – I don't even go one step further, mate, and just say, why don't we just make the algorithm our scripture? <laughs> <laughs> don't you think? Yeah. I mean, it, it thinks for us now. Yeah. I just yeah. want to pray to a, a line of code every day. <laughs> that's what I want to do. Okay, yeah. So, all right. Well, all right. We're so getting we somewhere that. now. We're getting somewhere. Okay. Uh, let's, let's finish things off here. We need a leader. Yes. We need someone to lead us. Yes. And we've got a holy city. We've got a sacred text. We need a religious leader. So you got the Pope for the Catholic Church. you got yep. Brian Houston for Hillsong, I think. Yep. yep. Um, so who would be the almighty leader of wokeism for you? Again, mate, I'll go back to my favourites, the Hollywood elites. Okay. It's, I don't know if you call them the true warriors of change or just the perennially triggered, but whatever you call them, they are the people that we need to lead us through this. Now, Hollywood is obviously in another country. We need to somehow supplant part of the Hollywood elites over to Australia. Yep. Okay. So we need... Pedophile Hollywood or just <laughs> yeah. Hollywood elites? Well, we'll check their credentials. We'll background them first, but I'll probably put a, just a softener on them for now. Okay. Um, but, I mean, look at these guys. You know, like Jesus in the Bible formed, uh, performed acts of miracles, didn't he? You know, he turned fishes into a heap of fish. He turned <laughs> a heap of bread into a heap of bread, whatever. He rose from the bloody dead, for God's sake. But, you know, did he ever join forces with his colleagues to start a hashtag movement? Wouldn't have thought so. No, I wouldn't have. So I think these are the people <laughs> that we need to get over here. So, you know, obviously the first... Obvious person would be a Hemsworth, okay? Yeah. But I don't know if they fit He's the almost Jesus-like in his appearance as well. He is, isn't he? But I saw him riding a quad bike the other day, so it just, uh, it's a bit off-brand. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know, maybe a Kate Blanchett or a Nicole Kidman. Yeah. I mean, Nicole Kidman's done some time They've in Nashville. They've both almost got this ghostly-like <laughs> visage that, you know, is very spiritual. They look like the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I'd say them, just anyone. She's but almost completely translucent, <laughs> that's Kate Blanchett. That's, that's right. She's almost like an apparition. Yeah. And that's, that's what I want in my dating. That's what so you want. It's basically anyone like that that's not Mel Gibson. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's we'll strike right. him off the list. Yeah. Or we could just fast track maybe Meryl Streep or Prince Harry, you know, like we do with a, with a good foreign leg spinner. Yeah. 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 But I'd like to hear your suggestions. Well, I've only got one because okay. I think I only need one. For me, it has to be the co-CEO of Atlassian, Mike Cannon-Brooks. Okay. He's a local billionaire. He's come yep. from nowhere. Yep. You know, just changing the world through enterprise SaaS technology. Yep. You know, small town Cranbrook boy from Sydney's Centennial Park. I mean, whenever I log a ticket on Atlassian's issue tracking software Jira, I feel like a better person. I don't know about you. I mean, same when I'm using Confluence. We use all these Atlassian products at my work every day and I'm a better person than you. Of course. But he's not staying in his lane, mate. He's often coming up with solutions on how to solve important global issues like climate change, yep. like remote working, yep. um, but also committing to building a 40-storey hub <laughs> right next to Central Station. Okay, yep. um, completely made out of timber. Good luck finding some timber at the moment, mate. Yeah, that's right. Uh, but these woke capitalists, there are gods. Well, as I look into an Apple laptop and look at my iPhone next to me, mm. I'm a slave to the relentless capitalism of these people. And, and the algorithms not? that they create. That's right. And then let's just formalise it and just bow down to our new leaders. I mean, whenever I see a major social issue unfolding, I mean, the first thing I do is just open up LinkedIn and see what Telstra CEO Andrew Penn has to say about <laughs> it. Right. And what he says is, I believe. That's right. What's so, Jack think? <laughs> what's his last name? I don't know. I don't he's just care. He's too Jack. cool for it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if we're appointing a leader for wokeism, 
you know, someone who can lecture us on issues of morality mm. while also generating returns for shareholders. <laughs> I mean, it has to be Scott Cannon Brooks for mine, or maybe the guy from Afterpay. It's all about a fair go for those who have a go. This is the best country in the world.